0: Yeah. have you caught wind of Bitwise's most recent maneuver?
1: Bitwise? The cryptocurrency investment firm, you say?
0: Indeed. Bitwise has just made a rather groundbreaking move. They've gone ahead and published the digital wallet addresses of their Bitcoin ETF holdings.
1: Wait a moment. Are you telling me that they've actually made their Bitcoin wallet addresses public? Quite the audacious move, I must say.
0: Absolutely splendid. It's an unprecedented development in the United States. One can now authenticate the holdings and transactions within Bitwise's Bitcoin ETF, which is listed as BITB on the NYSE ARCA.
1: Quite intriguing, I must say. But what could possibly be their motivation for such a bold move?
0: Bitwise firmly believes that on-chain transparency lies at the heart of Bitcoin's ethos. Their rationale is that the public disclosure of wallet addresses represents a significant stride towards enhancing transparency for all.
1: I see, so it's all about transparency, but how did the public respond to this audacious move?
0: Bitwise's CEO, Hunter Horsley, stated that this decision was prompted by unequivocal feedback from investors. He referenced a survey indicating that an impressive 91.1% of 2004-16 participants advocated for the public disclosure of Bitcoin holdings.
1: Indeed, quite the substantial number, And if I'm not mistaken, this occurred subsequent to the SEC's approval of Bitwise's spot Bitcoin ETF application, correct?
0: Indeed, quite right. The SEC gave the nod to Bitwise's application, along with 10 others, on January 10th. This was a historic moment as it marked the agency's first approval of such a product, paving the way for the funds to commence trading as early as the following day.
1: Quite the significant development, I must say. This implies that both individual and institutional investors can gain exposure to Bitcoin through conventional brokerage accounts, bypassing the need to engage with cryptocurrency specific platforms. Quite a game changer, wouldn't you agree?
0: Indeed, you're spot on. And it's not just Bitwise making waves. Other Bitcoin ETF issuers that have received approval in the United States include VanEck, Fidelity, Franklin Templeton, Valkyrie, Hashdex, Ark Invest, Grayscale, BlackRock, WisdomTree, and Invesco Galaxy.
1: Quite a plethora of names, isn't it? It appears that the world of cryptocurrency is truly expanding its horizons.
0: Indubitably. Quite the expansion of the cryptocurrency realm, wouldn't you say? Ah, uh, you, our resident tech whiz, must have caught wind of the latest report from Cornerstone Research, haven't you?
1: Ah, the report on the SEC and crypto enforcement actions? Indeed, I've perused it. Quite the gripping tale, reminiscent of a thriller novel, albeit with a greater emphasis on numbers and a distinct lack of romance.
0: Laughs. Quite right. It appears that the SEC has been as industrious as a hive of bees. The tally of crypto-related enforcement actions reached a 10-year peak last year. That's the highest count since 2013.
1: Ah, it appears that digital assets have indeed captured the SEC's attention, particularly under the stewardship of Gary Gensler, who assumed the helm in 2021. Quite the intriguing development, wouldn't you agree?
0: And it's not just a slight uptick. The agency initiated 47 enforcement actions in 2023, which is nearly double the previous year's count. Quite the surge, wouldn't you say?
1: Indeed, quite the intriguing fact. Did you know that the SEC categorizes all cryptocurrencies with the exception of Bitcoin as securities? This can be attributed to Gensler's approach, which has empowered the SEC to assert its authority over the digital asset market.
0: That's quite the bold move, isn't it? It seems to have caused quite a stir, wouldn't you say?
1: Absolutely, old chap. Gensler and the SEC have faced quite the backlash for their rather unconventional regulation by enforcement approach to the crypto industry. It's akin to a game of whack-a-mole with crypto firms, where they accuse them of non-compliance and initiate enforcement actions without first establishing a clear rulebook. Quite the precarious situation, wouldn't you say?
0: But Gensler has been quite resolute in his stance, wouldn't you agree?
1: Indeed he has. Gensler has been quite adamant in his assertion that there's no necessity for a new rulebook tailored specifically for digital assets. He contends that the existing securities laws are unequivocal and firms providing crypto services to U.S. clientele are simply engaging in a game of cat and mouse.
0: And this back and forth has resulted in a notable upswing in the number of enforcement actions taken by the agency against crypto firms.
1: Indeed, in recent years, the SEC has cast its discerning eye upon numerous cryptocurrency firms, including the heavyweights such as Coinbase, Binance, Ripple, Gemini, Kraken, and Bittrex, scrutinizing them for potential violations of securities laws.
0: It's an intriguing and intricate situation, isn't it? Our discerning listeners will undoubtedly be keeping a keen eye on its evolution. And do bear in mind, ladies and gentlemen, always conduct your own research before delving into the realm of cryptocurrency. You know we often refer to the cryptocurrency world as the Wild West, don't we? Well, it appears that the sheriff has indeed arrived in town for none other than Binance's co-founder and former CEO, Changpeng Zhao.
1: Ah, you're referring to CZ. Yes, I've caught wind of the situation. It seems he's found himself in a rather precarious predicament, wouldn't you say?
0: That's quite the interesting turn of events, isn't it? It appears that he's put up his entire stake in Binance US as collateral in order to depart the US, until his sentencing hearing on February 23. His ownership in the company is valued at approximately $4.5 billion, quite the substantial sum, wouldn't you say?
1: Goodness me, that's quite the substantial sum, isn't it? But pray tell what prompted his hasty departure from the United States.
0: Ah, the plot thickens. It seems that our dear CZ sought to pay a visit to ailing kin in the UAE, only to be met with a resounding denial from the judge. Quite the conundrum, wouldn't you say?
1: Indeed, quite the sticky situation he's found himself in. But wasn't he also entangled in some other rather precarious affairs?
0: Indeed, he relinquished his positions as Binance CEO and Chairman of Binance US, subsequent to admitting guilt in contravening anti-money laundering regulations and US sanctions. This was due to the facilitation of crypto transactions by terrorist groups on Binance.
1: Goodness, that does sound rather grave, and he still retains a significant economic stake in the company, does he not?
0: Indeed, quite the intriguing turn of events. As part of the plea deal, he's been slapped with a hefty $50 million penalty and barred from meddling in Binance's affairs for a good three years.
1: Indeed, I've heard that Binance has also consented to a staggering $4.3 billion fine, marking one of the most substantial corporate penalties in the annals of U.S. jurisprudence. This settlement pertains to charges of money laundering, unlicensed money-transmitting business operations, and violations of sanctions— Quite the weighty sum, wouldn't you say?
0: Indeed, it's a stark reminder that even in the realm of cryptocurrency, one cannot evade the long arm of the law.
1: Quite the eye-opener for those who fancy themselves above the law in the realm of cryptocurrency, wouldn't you say?
0: Absolutely. And for our discerning listeners who may not be well-versed in the terminology we've employed, crypto transactions pertain to financial dealings conducted using digital currencies— while anti-money laundering requirements encompass the laws and regulations crafted to thwart individuals with nefarious intent from camouflaging unlawfully acquired funds as legitimate income.
1: Thank you for the elucidation. And do remember, dear listeners, should you have any queries regarding this or any other subject we broach, do not hesitate to get in touch. We are here to assist you in comprehending the intricate realms of finance and technology.
0: Indeed. And with that, let's gracefully transition to our next captivating topic, shall we? Sader Let's take a break from our usual digital currency banter, shall we? How about we turn our attention to the potential Bitcoin being considered by the Bank of England and the UK Treasury? It's like a digital twist on the Great British Bake Off, isn't it?
1: Ah, quite right. The Bitcoin is certainly the talk of the town. The Bank of England and the UK Treasury have revealed that they are still deliberating on the prospect of introducing a digital pound they insist that further examination is necessary. This update was part of their joint response to a consultation on the potential design of a central bank digital currency, which garnered over 50,000 pieces of feedback after being conducted last year.
0: Goodness, that's an absolute deluge of feedback. It's as if they've polled the entire populace of a quaint little hamlet. So when might we anticipate a definitive verdict on the matter?
1: Ah, indeed, the final decision is slated for 2025 or 2026 and it's contingent upon the approval of the country's parliament. There are lingering concerns about user privacy and security surrounding the digital pound, both from the public and the banks. The legislation pertaining to the CBDC must ensure users' privacy and full control over their finances.
0: Quite intriguing, isn't it? But what's the sentiment among the banks? Are they feeling as jittery as a cat in a room full of rocking chairs?
1: Indeed, quite the concern among the commercial banks. During the consultation, they voiced their apprehensions about the potential for a bank run. Their plea to the authorities is to establish a lower limit for each holder, as higher limits could jeopardize financial stability. The fear is that customers collectively moving their funds into a state-backed digital currency could pose a risk to the overall financial stability.
0: An interesting point indeed. I wonder, will the CBDC deposits accrue any interest? or are we looking at a situation akin to my standard savings account?
1: Quite the revelation. The report indeed confirms that CBDC deposits will not yield any interest. However, it does assure that traditional cash will not be replaced by the CBDC, and its design will prioritize user privacy, with government agencies having no access to users' personal data. Quite the respectful approach, wouldn't you say?
0: That's quite reassuring. But what about anonymity? will the use of the digital pound provide a cloak of anonymity? Or will it be more like a reality TV show where everyone's privy to your financial affairs?
1: Ah, not quite, old chap. The report explicitly mentioned that the use of the digital pound would not afford anonymity, as it is intended to aid law enforcement agencies in their noble pursuit of combating financial crime. Quite the balancing act, wouldn't you say?
0: Ah, what lies on the horizon for the digital pound endeavor? It's almost akin to the anticipation of the next season of our beloved show, isn't it?
1: Absolutely. The Digital Pound Project delving into the feasibility of a CBDC is currently in the design phase. Following this, the nation's financial regulators will determine whether to issue a CBDC. Should they opt to proceed, they will then establish a timetable for consultation on legislation and the subsequent launch.
0: Certainly a space worth keeping an eye on. Many thanks for the update. And to our esteemed listeners... Do stay tuned for further enthralling developments in the realm of digital currencies. Let's transport ourselves to South Korea, shall we? There's quite the spicy drama unfolding in the world of cryptocurrency that is bound to pique your interest.
1: Ah, you know I simply can't resist a juicy tech scandal. Pray do tell. What's the latest scoop?
0: Ah, the plot thickens. A local crypto lending platform by the name of Delio and a crypto investment firm, Hiru Invest, are at the center of quite the spicy drama. South Korean prosecutors have gone so far as to issue an arrest warrant for a key person of interest on charges of fraud and breach of trust. Quite the scandal, wouldn't you say?
1: Indeed, quite the scandal unfolding in the world of cryptocurrency. Pray do share the intriguing backstory with us, won't you?
0: Quite the tumultuous turn of events, wouldn't you say? Dalio found itself in a bit of a pickle last year and decided to suspend user withdrawals, citing market volatility and some hitches over at Haru Invest, their associate. And wouldn't you know it, Haru Invest followed suit by halting deposits and withdrawals just a day after Delio. Quite the synchronized dance, I must say.
1: So it appears they're engaged in a spirited game of finger-pointing, attributing the predicament to one another, wouldn't you say?
0: Quite the tangled web of accusations and asset seizures, isn't it? Haru Invest went so far as to cast aspersions on its partner BNS Holdings, alleging the provision of falsified management reports. The South Korean Financial Services Commission has taken the drastic step of seizing all assets belonging to Delio and its clients in order to delve into the allegations of fraud, embezzlement and breach of trust. Quite the tempest in a teapot, wouldn't you say? Hmm. Yeah.
1: That's quite the tangled web, isn't it? And what about this person of interest then?
0: The intrigue deepens. The individual in question, known only as Bang, is said to hold the majority of shares in BNS Holdings. However, Owing to South Korea's stringent privacy regulations, the full name remains elusive to the media.
1: Ah, it seems Bang has found himself in quite the pickle, hasn't he? And what's the latest on that arrest warrant?
0: It's currently under the scrutiny of a local court. In the interim, prominent figures from Delio, Haru Invest, and BNS Holdings have been prohibited from departing the country. Additionally, customers have lodged complaints against the executives of these firms.
1: Quite the enthralling drama in the world of cryptocurrency, isn't it? I shall certainly be keeping a keen eye on this unfolding saga.
0: As will I. Quite the enthralling drama in the world of cryptocurrency, isn't it? I shall certainly be keeping a keen eye on this unfolding saga. Suriyar. Amidst the deluge of crypto controversies, allow me to divert our attention to the Swiss Crypto Bank Signum. Have you had the pleasure of acquainting yourself with this intriguing establishment?
1: Ah, the one that recently secured a staggering $41 million in funding? Indeed. I've been keeping a close watch on them. Their intentions to utilize the funding for expansion and acquisitions are rather ambitious, wouldn't you agree?
0: Absolutely. And this wasn't just any old investment round, you know. It was spearheaded by the Italy-based asset manager, Azimut Holding. Gerald Goh, the firm's co-founder and CEO of Singapore Operations, seems to have some rather grand plans in mind. It's almost as if they're engaged in a real-life game of Monopoly, wouldn't you say?
1: Quite the impressive feat, I must say. Let's not overlook the fact that they also secured a substantial $90 million in funding back in January 2022 at the same valuation. They're undoubtedly making quite a splash in the financial realm.
0: Indeed. And for those who might not be in the know, Signum operates a digital asset bank in Switzerland and provides asset management and crypto brokerage services in Singapore. Their client base has swelled to over 1,900 in the past two years.
1: Quite the substantial figure, isn't it? Around $4.2 billion in assets under management by the end of 2023. That's quite a hefty sum of zeros, I must say.
0: It certainly is. One can't help but be intrigued by Signum's ambitious expansion plans. Let's keep our eyes peeled for what's to come, shall we?